All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Yesterday, Today, Tomorrow. Every time we do this, the excitement level goes higher and higher, <laughs> if you can't tell everybody that's listened to these before. But we are very, 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 and about 10 more varies excited because we have a special guest today, a luminary, somebody that we all love. She's been on TV for a couple of years. We wake up to her every morning. With your coffee, your K-cup, ladies and gentlemen, our guest today is none other than Fox 6 wake-up legend, icon, Kim Murphy. Woo! Oh, yes! <laughs> that is such a build-up. I'll cash app you. Okay. Okay, make yeah. sure I got, you know, yeah, yeah, the right no, accounts. I'll take we'll, Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about wow. that. Wow. Are we cousins? <laughs> That's no. the kind of build-up I get from fam. Hey, well, are we family? Okay, we, we are family. family. When, when you come into the Hyper Studios, you are family. Oh, you, you I feel are, it. You, I feel it. You was family before you got yes. here. Yes. now that you're here, it's official. Thank you for having is, me. Of course, of course. Thank you for coming here. We really, really appreciate this. Um, this is our fifth episode i believe and um this is just a super exciting get um uh, we were able to that shout out to kiri salinas who was a, a former employee of ours she connected me with kim and um who was a kim. former producer for wake up yep, yep, uh, former... we pandemicked together oh, she wow. yeah she uh, produced the 6 a.m for us man. so those were some tough times that, and 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 uh and y'all made it out and we made it and, out and, and helped us get through that as well yeah. you know what i mean as a community but um but yeah, shout out to Kiri. Kiri connected us with Kim, and Kim was like, "Hell yeah, I'll yeah!" Do it. <laughs> like me, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so, so let's talk about that. So, you being a, a media person, somebody that's on TV and interviewing people all the time, how do you feel about getting interviewed by people? Nervous, you, it, yeah. I'm not used to being on the, <laughs> on a, this a side or a of it. Type yeah. of it's not even the script or the mm. teleprompter. I don't like being the focus. Mm. Um, I don't like the attention on me. Yeah, yeah. And so this is like this is well. well that's yes. that's what makes it dope. That's what makes it dope. I, I told Kim when we first talked that. One thing about that's exciting about this for us is that you, you know, mysterious person. Like it's not, it's not tons of interview. I couldn't find any interviews with Kim I'm Murphy. I'm pretty you. private. That's, hey, that's <laughs> even see. This is what makes this so dope. We were still able to get you to do this, and you don't want to do this kind of yes. stuff. You know what I mean? That's that's a. I think that's a huge testament to hyphen. I think you know, it I mean, really is, thing. and uh, to you because you were just so well, Kiri co-signed for you mm -hmm. so that's big, you, ups. big up okay, um and then when we oh, connected, can we cash app Kiri? yeah exactly <laughs> just keep it going and right just up. add a little you know to each so right, someone's right, gonna be rich you're just infectious and i'm Aww. like okay sure Oh, Kim, you making me blush over here. I'm turning yeah. red. I can't see. <laughs> DJ, turn the cameras off so you can't see me turning red here. But I appreciate that, Kim, for real. Yeah. So, yeah, we are very excited to have you. I mean, we we talked. We just talked about how um, you're a private person. And, and, um, and we're going to change that today because we're going to extract gonna, all okay, the okay. So tell yes. us about your childhood. No, yeah. but... Uh, but um, the premise of the show is that we, as you know, and as everybody out there knows, we talk with people that we got a lot of love for and people that mean a lot to us about music from, about how music has impacted their life from the beginning to now and what they think about music of today and the future. So that's what we're going to get into eventually. Just that. Um, my homegirl, Kim Shine, is telling me to keep these interviews short and I just got a hard, hard time doing it. But, but, you know, she's a professional and uh, shout out to Kim Shine. But yeah, Kim, let's talk about, um, I mean, I got so many questions, I don't even know where to begin. But let's talk about 
you growing up in Milwaukee. You, um, I did some research. The, this information I could find. You went to Nicolet, right? Mm-hmm. You a Badger, right? I'm a Badger. But um, tell us a little bit about growing up in Milwaukee. Some of your memories about growing up in the city. I grew or up where, growing up where you grew up. I grew up in Lincoln Park, mm, okay. um, off of 20th and Villard. Oh wow! Okay, okay, yeah. Um, so I remember the pool. Mm-hmm. At Lincoln Park in the summer, actually walking to the pool from 20th and Villard. Oh, wow. um, this was before your time. Now it's storage. <laughs> but there was um, a store Spartans? called Spartans. I yes. I Hello. I used to walk past yes. the clothes Spartans. Spartans. All the time. I'm like, yes. I'm going to dip in here and get a swim cap before uh-huh. I go to the pool. <laughs> um, and so that's where I grew up, and that's what I remember about summers. Uh, Fourth of July, there was always a big cookout with the family. Mm-hmm. You'd stay. They had the talent shows. At Lincoln Park, they used to have like live this Budweiser. Uh, exactly, yeah. and mm-hmm. the fireworks. And so, I think those are some of my earliest memories of mm. being in, you know, growing up in Milwaukee. Right on, right on. And uh, shout out to Lincoln Park, who still has a uh, aquatic they got some center, kind of nice water park thing. I haven't been. I mean, I haven't been there yeah. since I was a short. A long but, time ago. Right, yeah. right. But they still, it's still there. You know. Um, that's dope. So you grew up on 20th and Villard. Um, tell us a little bit about you growing up. You, um, you obviously love music, right? Mm-hmm. You got love music. Love, right. Um, so tell us about some of your earliest musical memories. Growing up, I'm an 80s kid. Okay, yeah. So too, I think yeah. when you're young, whatever music is popular during that time, when you're like in middle school, mm-hmm. high school, that's I think that's your music. That's what defines you. Oh, yeah. So the palace. Oh, my God. On Capitol Drive? Yes. yes. We used to skate at the palace, Kim? Skate. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, so it was so... Uh, it's like, how do I talk about music without giving away my age? That's the key. We don't ask. We don't ask questions. Don't do the math. Don't do the math. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's um, why you keep it private. That's so why you keep it knows. private. <laughs> Thank you, DJ. Um, but I remember these are the breaks. These are the breaks. Break it up, break it up, break it down. Yes, yes. You know, the big wheel and the crazy legs. And, oh, you know, so. So you were a roller skater? I was. Was that your thing? That was my thing. Like, uh, I couldn't do all that, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's that what we did. Early, inter- like, entertainment. Exactly. Like, as a, as a, as a young So lady. I was there. Like, not there in the Bronx when the rap started, <laughs> but right, when that right. genre of music started. Yeah. You grew up, as it came out, it was when you were coming to age. It was coming to uh, age. Talking about hip-hop, do you, it's the 50th anniversary of hip-hop this year, do you have uh, rap songs that you remember from back then? So, like, it's kind of jumping around, but when you were old enough to buy music on your own, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I'm assuming probably, like, when you were in high school or something like that, once you got a job or something like that, but... What's some of the first hip-hop memories that you have, like song-wise? You mentioned the breaks. Curtis Bow, do you have? Rapper's Delight. I remember I got like a little radio cassette recorder, mm-hmm. and you would listen on the radio to get the clean version, so oh, the DJ yeah, would so like can... talk through. So you like, you know, he, oh, okay. when they do like the top eight at eight and all that, yeah, and yeah. so uh, Rapper's Delight. Kim Murphy Delight. was out here making pause mixtapes yes, back in the day. back okay, in the I day. That's I what we it. did. Yes. Um, so that's what I remember. Um early mm-hmm. my first record mm-hmm. was prince purple rain oh wow. it was a 45 and it was purple oh, okay wow, wow it was purple purple rain geez and uh that i just realized that movie came out 
like last week, but you know, a yeah. few years. We won't say how long. Well, how long ago? <laughs> a few <laughs> years ago. Yes, yeah, something, yeah, like, something like that. Wrong, <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so dope. Tell us a little bit about what you were like as a high school age student, going to Nicolay and um, the eighties. The eighties. The eighties. Jeez. Okay, know, so tell us right? about Nicolay in the eighties. Um, I was part of the 220 program, mm. and so now I think they call it Choice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was the voluntary busing, mm-hmm. and so you would apply to suburban schools, mm-hmm. and you had three choices. So my first choice, or King was also part of, um, if you didn't live in the neighborhood, okay. um, that was one of the choice schools. So King was my first choice, Nicolet mm. was my second, and Shorewood was my third. Oh, wow, okay. Um, I didn't get into King. Mm. Um, and that was close to where you were living. Close, but I wasn't in the district, so my school would have been Custer. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Ooh. No, no, wait. <laughs> all due respect okay, to all Custer. Respect, I, Custer. Custer. I love you, most oh, of my oh, friends. It's not even Custer it, anymore. It, it's right? not. It's Obama uh, Barack Obama or something, yeah, but yeah. Um, that just wasn't... That wasn't your path. just That's wasn't... Not. To be honest, I would have been ate up. Yeah. <laughs> Alive. It up? was... Why, why, <laughs> like, why to be honest, um, because... That was also when Milwaukee was going through its gang oh, yeah. growth. Yeah. So you had the two sevens, the two fours, the two one hustlers, the oh. blah 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 blah. And people wow. were getting Kim there. Murphy dropping some gold. Yeah, and some you know, gang so, on us. Yeah, and but that was real. That it was, was real. you know, and I just did not think that I could tough it out. Mm. And this is not a knock against public education mm-hmm. whatsoever. For sure. Um, but. Those were the schools that I wanted to go to, so I was part of the voluntary busing program, and I got into Nicolet, but mm-hmm. I was not prepared because I had, you know, grown up and grew up in Lincoln Park. I was still, I was bused, mm-hmm. and so that was a school that definitely had money, so mm-hmm. that was something different. Right. Um, 95% of the population was Jewish. Mm-hmm. I had yeah, no they, idea. They off on Jewish holidays, like school is closed in Nicolet. Now they are, but <laughs> when I went they had school and so there would be three kids in each class those would be the non-jewish students Mm -hmm. so it was a whole cultural educational thing for me um so it was adapting it Mm. was you know and you a young woman like this is your first time going going busing um (laughs) not having the things that other kids had Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, you know, preparation for, you know, Madison because, you know, if I was the minority at Nicolet, I was definitely the minority in Madison. In Madison. Uh, at, so at that point in time, especially, and, especially which is probably actually is not much the numbers has might changed. not have changed, right. to be honest, which is kind of telling. But wow, so you, so you, you pretty quiet person in high school pretty reserved mm-hmm. like b- beyond the normal yeah. so so that actually probably worked in your advantage when you you know i think i always i floated among groups mm-hmm. you know chameleon right chameleon. it's like yeah. oh yeah you know hang out with these people hang out but i was not the you know party people right. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know no, yeah, i wasn't that. that not at not at that point not at it, that it point came it, it came later <laughs> right much later <laughs> Did you always want to be a journalist? Always. Yeah? Always from, from, always from the beginning? From the beginning. How early do you remember? Six years old. Really? Six years old. What, is, what inspired that? Was it? 
I was it seeing somebody on television and you were like, I want to do that? Or how did, how did there was I mean, a black anchor um, at Channel 6 back in the day. Her name was uh, Clarice Tinsley. Ooh. And I just was fascinated by her. Wow. Shout out to Clarice Tinsley. We're going to have to do some research on her. Have you ever, have you ever met, I've met her? I have not met her. Wow. Okay. Um, and I would practice with my own news desk. I would like set up my pillows and you know do my thing and so so people were like who do you know does that and you're so shy I remember somebody told me you Mm. like you because you're you know you're so shy and you're people do you know no matter what their career is I I think people do it for the right reasons and people do it for the wrong reasons Mm -hmm. if it were about me then no I couldn't do it and I right. would think that that's for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. I am the instrument to tell people stories, to say, hey, we should do this story, right. to argue those things. So it's never about it's me. About you. Right, and right. so that's how I'm able, as a shy person, to do my job, because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not about me. Right. So you always want to be a journalist at six years old. Did you major in I journalism? I majored in journalism. Okay. I'm very proud of that. Yeah. Um, got my degree in journalism like there are some people go mass comm or they kind of go other ways if they can't get into the j school mm-hmm. but no i got into the you j school into, let's go let's go um, <laughs> i got that junior year i pledged uh, oh, wow. sorority okay alpha kappa alpha so okay. shout out to my sorors hey there we go uh, what's the, what's, don't y'all got like a sign oh okay. <laughs> So I'm ready. So you know, I just had so many great connections, mm-hmm. and that peeled away layers and kind of opened me up. Okay, yeah. Talk a little further about sororities. Like, did you? How did that? Was that something you gravitated to as seeing it on campus, or was it something that approached you, or? I'm so assuming the, the, the seeing it uh, on campus, women there are not. seeing these women how they carried themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know a Greek, right? For sure, for sure. When and, you see a Greek, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the same respect goes for you know the men. Mm-hmm. They just you know there's something, there's something, something about, about the them, yep. and so. Was that something that I thought about freshman year or sophomore year? Nope. Just mm. junior year, I came from out of nowhere. And it's like, you know, they had their mixer. Right, and right. it was Different. like, where have you been? <laughs> I've been here. <laughs> junior year. Hey. Ah, that's dope. <laughs> so. and, uh, and, uh, and you found it organically. Like, yes. You know what I mean? And let's talk a little bit about you out of college. You graduated with a journalism degree. What is your what is your plan? What are you planning to do? Like you're about to graduate. I'm sure you maybe had it in your mind before, but you walk, you cross the stage. What's next? And how did you accomplish what came next? I had a crisis of, can I do this? Mm. Um, like, like mentally. Yourself? Oh, wow. Okay. Because I mean, the building and the workplaces have changed a lot and they're mm. more sensitive, but mm. I was, I came in on the edge of, because I hear stories of the old days where they used oh. to smoke oh, in the yes. newsroom and they would like go out for drinks between right, shows right. and they would do shows, you know, under the influence <laughs> and that kind of, like, you know. Uh, the anchor man. Exactly. Movie kind it, of right. Mm-hmm. So I came in kind of 
at the end of that, but there was still, you had your old school, you know. Mm, kind of mass, uh, mm. that overly nasty, nasty kind of masculine and energy. What the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? this woman and it, get my it, coffee. It, yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure. So I was like, I can't cry every day. And mm -hmm. so I didn't know if I could do it. So long story short, I got a job, temporary LTE position with the Department of Natural Resources that used to be on Third oh, and North Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely out of my skill set. I'm not an outdoor person or whatever, but mm -hmm. I knew about LTE positions because of working Madison near okay, the Capitol. Yeah. Got it, learned a lot of things, turned that six month role into a three year role. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, benefits were great. You know, I could have gone on and done that, but mm -hmm. I was still. You still wanted to. Uh, I wanted to do. I wanted to be a reporter. And I was like, what wow. if I never tried? So things rapidly changed in those three years technology-wise. Mm -hmm. um, the equipment was different. The, you know, I looked different. Mm -hmm. And so how do I? So I had a couple of missteps, but eventually I'm like, okay, research programs, who had the greatest um, postgraduate uh, grad program mm -hmm. that would be practical it was northwestern okay yeah. so i applied to northwestern got northwestern okay, got my Evanston. Wow, yeah that's a great great school so mm -hmm. i got my master's in journalism from um northwestern okay and then i got my first job in amarillo texas oh wow Amarillo. <laughs> never been there before no, okay. it was crazy i did a year and a half there from amarillo i went to dayton ohio from dayton ohio i came home and I've been home ever, ever since. Wow, wow. Thank you for watching. Yes, we love yes, it. We love yes. it, man. And uh, let's talk about uh, music. Best yes, rapper, this... Tupac, Biggie. Oh, oh, oh! I wanted to talk about something else. Okay. This with, and, if, and if this, if this is something you don't want to talk about, we'll eliminate. Okay, it. we'll eliminate but it. There's a viral moment of of you when I became famous. When you, when you, I don't know if this is even real or if this is Photoshop. But it's you know what I'm talking about. I do. It's you, and he was given the f double fingers, each hand. <laughs> and I, I love. Yes, you did your research. I did. Wait, I did. And, and like I said, it's not a ton of Kim Murphy. But that will come there, up. But that is out there for sure. Um, tell us if if you. And I love. Tell us the story, I love y'all, all of y'all uh, who supported me because people were straight up like. What happened? Right. What I, did they do? I didn't think it was real. Um, it was real. It. Okay. Mm. And that's how I was. So it was totally, <laughs> it wasn't the fingers. So okay. I was having a conversation with Angelica Duria. She was like, we were in video boxes. Okay. And I think I threw up my hand. Mm -hmm. And someone so at good. home okay. screenshot that okay. moment. Okay. And just how my hands were. Are you were. sure, Kim? Are you I sure? I am sure, okay, yes. All right, all right, but people, <laughs> I have a friend, California, <laughs> like, what's going on? Like, what happened? Yes. Um, but it was a it was a fun moment. Um, <laughs> and at first I panicked because I went from, like, you know, like 50 likes to all of a sudden hundreds of likes and hundreds of we shares. And I was right, like, oh right. my goodness. And you're like, what, what, what went on? Like, what was... And management at the time called me and they were like, um, we've seen this and we're not really sure mm. what's going on. So we're just going to like take it off. Mm. And I got upset because it's my page. 
Oh, off of your person, off of your personal page, social media, right? Page. Because people, mm. well, it's Fox Six's Kim Murphy on the page, but mm-hmm. I all the content that's on there, all the things I do that. Oh, wow. okay. And so I value that relationship that I have with the people oh, yeah. Yeah. who post on it. Mm-hmm. So it was for me to explain, to manage, to, yeah, you know, I, 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 I didn't. So I, you know, whoa, wait, right, that's, right. M- that's when you, I mean, that's, yeah. Once you start doing that, yes. then, I mean, that's, I mean, like you said, it's partially, I mean, you are in your role, your professional role, but it is, that's where people go to get a personal, a personal, you, and if you put, in the, if you put in the content out there, you should, I mean, I, right. I and that. so I was saying, like, Hey, you guys, this wasn't me, mm-hmm. you know, um, ha ha, you know, and you have to be able to, I don't wish because it's very uncomfortable to be right. um, that. Mm. And I have to go through stages because at first, like, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Mm. But <laughs> let me have that relationship with. So have some editorial. That's your. Yeah. I, I totally and so that. people mm. were responding. Hey, I didn't think that was you. I was telling people that that wasn't you. Mm. So that was my conversation with my followers right. for me to have. Right. You could have got out in front of it and explained. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of, so, yeah. yeah, but that was my viral <laughs> moment. And oh, I'm man. taking a nap in my phone. And, Are you okay? What right, happened? Right. And, and your facial expression, it just looked like, and, and, and I mean, of course it turned into a, a lot of memes a and a meme, lot of comments so, and a lot of stuff. Yes, I'm mean. a meme out there. Yes, so. Kim, that's amazing, man. Yeah. That's amazing. You, all these years in journalism and, and finally Finally, I became a meme. <laughs> you made it. You yes, made so, you know. <laughs> that is so dumb. I can't believe we just talked about that. That's amazing. Um, okay, so let's talk about, a little bit about music here, Kim. So you said you just brought up Tupac or Biggie. Which Where do you, where do you sign? Tupac? Mm. More than Biggie? Oh, yeah. Why? Why so? I mean, they both rapped, wrote about their experiences, and definitely it was, I I don't know, Tupac was just, he took it beyond mm-hmm. his experience. He was a great witness, a great reporter of what was going, but then he also thought yeah. and challenged and where, my opinion, mm-hmm. Biggie was great at chronicle, you know, do, oh, yeah. laying out the chronicle of of what was happening, and that was eye opening. But it's almost like a I don't want to say an unfair comparison because they two completely different mm-hmm. types Important. of artists. Yes, yeah, and, and and huge. I mean, I mean, I don't think a lot of people think Biggie didn't have as much depth mm-hmm. per se as and diversity of topics as Tupac had. But I mean, two completely different things. So I. Yeah. I love them both. Yeah. I couldn't pick either, you know, but uh, let's see. How about Beyonce or Rihanna? Oh. Is that a tough one? That's a tough one. It is tough. Oh. Yeah. I, I, you, you can't. I, <laughs> because I will give props to Rihanna because she, it's more of a, I hate the word organic, the model that she sets and she's always like creatively. I think Beyonce is creatively in control, but I think it's, it's always such like a big production, yeah, and it's is. you know, which mm-hmm. takes a lot to, oh, yeah. to be able to pull off that. So she is a fabulous entertainer, and no doubt. but the business 
side of Rihanna, it's yes. like you better take note. So not only is she doing this, <laughs> mm -hmm. she's over here creating her company and she's got these. So you got to like study that. That is, yes, very impressive. I mean, and I, and I mean, I didn't. I don't know if a lot of people saw her business acumen being what it is. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I think it's, you know, it's a built her beauty brand. She's is a, a brand. Dollar. You're right. I mean, and it's. And it's not, I mean, it's, I mean, I'm not in, I don't use the products per se. So, I mean, I don't, it doesn't come across my radar, but it's clearly huge. Huge. huge and, and it's just as not huge as music. Um, some other entertainers you buy just because their name is mm -hmm. on their the perfume. Their like perfume. Everyone's perfume. got, but mm -hmm. no, this is a brand. This is, yes. you know. We're part of Fashion Week. Right. We are, you know, everybody yes. wants to walk in this show. And mm -hmm. so I give Rihanna just like, you know, so much respect. Yes, yes. And deservedly so. I mean, yeah. she was at the Super Bowl, the fantastic performance at the Super Bowl mm -hmm, earlier mm -hmm. this year. Wow, wow. Ah, uh, man. So we talked about Kim growing up. We talked about some artists that you love today. Who are some, who are some artists that you really love or some songs or some styles of music that you're really into that might not be and it, and it very well can be something that's super popular but what's some artists that you would recommend for our listeners to Ooh. dig into even if even if we know who they are or they're familiar you know because not everybody is super obscure with some of the music they listen to so what's some recommendations if it's like we get into kim's car what are you going to play for us? What's some recommendations for, for, for our You know listeners? what I am gaining an appreciation for? How much current music, not even samples, it's all these old songs. Like I'm finding the original songs. Mm. Kanye West, I Need It Right Now, Faster, Stronger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, Daft Punk. Yeah. Yep, stronger. That yes. was... Mm -hmm. Yes, that was an old Daft Punk song, so, <laughs> right? And even doper for Kanye, he was able to get them on the song. Right. You know what I mean? So like, it's I am like unraveling songs. Okay, that's that's fun. I to mean, that's, and that's it's a, like these are the seventies, and mm -hmm. you know, and I think Beyonce actually sent me on this, mm -hmm. uh, her Renaissance, and she, you know, it's all about the house music and oh, the house yeah. of, yes, you know, yes. and then I started looking for. Mm -hmm. the Some houses <laughs> and it was right. just like oh that beat mm -hmm. that that's in this song that's in this song yes, and so yes. that, and that Beyonce album uh, Renaissance definitely I mean if you look at the credits I mean it's like a hundred people involved right. with that album because from all of the different places and different you know one person just saying a couple sentences and stuff like that so I mean not only is it huge for her but it's helping a lot. As you know, it's keeping a lot. Of it's having us alive. go back, yeah, and sure. so I'm like, in the '70s, I think, and I was like, wow, <laughs> if I had been an adult when oh they were voguing and all that stuff, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just love that. You know, the mm -hmm. house music and the yeah, yeah. That, and that energy. I mean, you know, the I mean, energy. I mean, like you mentioned earlier, a lot of the stuff. When we're at that developmental part of our life, that music stays with us forever. Forever. You know I mean? We might have some new stuff, some old stuff all sprinkled in there, but that's that's like the base of what you know yeah. what I mean. So I'm going back to the '70s. So I was just a kid then, so I wasn't mm -hmm. able to you know be in the clubs and right, right. all that stuff. But I'm realizing that so much of the music that we listen today, mm -hmm. these artists 
who are brilliant mm. are going back yes. and they're listening to all these different the tracks. Yes, and yes. Um, is it Luke Bryant that has Fast Car? Who was Tracy yeah, Chapman? Trace, yeah, uh huh. Mm -hmm. It's a whole. It's a thing whole about, yeah. thing of going back. Mm -hmm. And so I read a story. I was, uh, you know, a quick story about how him doing his version of that. And I mean, that song was already huge. I mean, it's huge. an iconic song, yeah. but it's like it's bringing the whole generation of fans to Tracy Chapman or back to her. And she was, you know, she's still performing. She was just in town maybe yes. a year or so ago. So it's like, and it doesn't have to just be rap or rapper sampling somebody like somebody like Luke Bryan. And, um, my daughter went to a country concert at Summerfest and the guy did all these rap songs like Beastie Boys songs and all of that. Right. And that helps these kids that's there, you know what I mean? Just go down, go, go down back, discovery, go you know? back. Yep, so it's not yep. the, the production and the you know mm -hmm. it's these are songs these are these are timeless things you know timeless things so and, and um and that's exactly why we doing what we doing here with yesterday today tomorrow we you know it's it's a whole it's not it's a whole music is just such a huge part of people's lives obviously but it's so much to it, and I mean, what would we do without these memories and these songs? I mean, it sounds so simple, but it's really true. And know? I just want to thank you because we you talked about uh, when we spoke about setting this interview up, like what mm -hmm. songs influenced you, and I was like, what am I gonna talk about? It's mm -hmm. like, okay, so seventies or you know, the, um, Motown was my dad, um, <laughs> Rick James, Tina Marie. Oh. Yes, yes, I love that. Come uh, on now, and uh, fire and desire. Yes. You <laughs> fire. I mean, you know, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> SOS band, take your oh, time, wow. baby. You can do it. We can, okay. we can do it, baby. Okay, that's okay. when you were skating back then, you oh, know. Yeah, the and it's a lot of. It was songs made around the skating. New edition. Yeah, uh, 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 Candy Girl and all of that. And the it's moves. A, uh, yeah. It's a song, Rollers, a Bounce Rock Skate. Yes, like that, all you know? of that was. Oh, so I just go through all of those. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yes, and you can, I mean, and, 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 and then you got your new stuff, too. So, it's. I mean, that stuff is, you know, I mean, and, that, and like I said, that's the huge reason why we, we did this and we feel like uh, we've our listeners and the people that we interview are like, discovering something within themselves or bringing something out of themselves that, you know what I mean, memories and things like that. And everything is associated to music yeah. with memories for most of us, you know. So, so, um, geez, I could go on and on for hours. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. This has been our, we have a fantastic guest, Kim Murphy. We appreciate, I appreciate you doing this, Kim. Thank I really you. I hope, got, well, I hope I didn't just talk your ear oh off. Oh my God. No, 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 no. We love, we love it. We want to, maybe we'll do, we'll, just, we'll see if we could get a part two. A with part Kim two. We got it. Cause then real. I want to like interview you and talk oh about what your, Oh my God! Musical. Kim, I don't know. If because <laughs> I, I feel like I'm like, are we related? We, hey, you we know, could we be. might be. We could I'm be. sure you know how we are. I'm sure you got somebody that somebody. You know that it's I'm, just like cousin, yeah, yeah. Mary. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, we'll we'll save that for part two, ladies and gentlemen. This has been another edition of Yesterday, Today, Tomorrow with the super talented and lovely Kim Murphy from Fox Six. Thank you, Kim. Appreciate Thank you. you.